I am a high achieving goal setting ninja that saw a gap in society and could not stay quiet any longer. Ladies, it's time to ask the hard questions and take the path less traveled. We're going to dig deep and find out who you are as a person, celebrate your wins, navigate the chaos, help drive a plan of success and create the ultimate version of you. My name is Taylor Porritt and this is the Mind Over Body Show. Hello, hello everyone, and I am back. I've kind of taken about two weeks off from recording because I've kind of been trying to figure out what direction I want to take this podcast um, on my path of the social platform and where we want to go. I've decided to turn a little bit and focus on the within portion and finding our power, right? Uh, Obviously finding who we are, but, and then once we find it, just like yelling it from the rooftops, what your power is within you, because we all have power, right? God literally gave us all power. No one can take our power from us, but we have our own unique powers. I mean, we're kind of like super women, right? I'm just kidding. I mean, kind of. In theory, we are like super women. I'm just looking forward to the next little bit and making more noise on my social media platform. Um, I've been a little bit quieter on there. I've been just trying to figure out exactly how I want to make noise. Um, if you've been following me closely that you can see recently, I've taken a little bit of a different approach. So today, I want to focus more on the pain point of control, where we have it, where we don't. So as you know, if you've been following me closely, I love to define what a word means by definition society, and of course, how I view each of these power words. By definition, control means power to influence or direct. It's kind of like a deciding factor, right? By society, it's a power of any situation that you have control over. So no one can take away your deciding vote. That's kind of how society views control. And then by me, my definition of control is this is the ability to produce a result that I desire, right? So today I have a few stories that I want to share with you. Story number one. So the last four years, I've been volunteering in a position in my church where I work directly with girls aged 12 to 18 years old. And I have been very careful the last few years to make very specific and decisions within my life. Um, my decisions included how I responded to the world around me with COVID-19, the Black Lives Matter movement, and politics as a whole. Like So many choices, so many things have happened the last couple of years that have really shaken people. And I wanted to make sure that I was going to be a positive light in these girls' lives. Um, So I decided that I was going to be careful with how I dressed in my profession. In my profession, right, we, like, you can pretty much get away with wearing anything as a trainer. Um, And I was wanting to be very careful with how I portrayed myself. I didn't want to sexualize myself in any way uh, because I wanted the girls to know that they can be powerful without sexualizing themselves in society. I know that sounds weird that I have to define that, but I mean, I want you to really think about that in social media. A lot of times, a lot of women believe they have power through sexualizing themselves and really we're giving someone else our power by doing that. Um, and then I also wanted to portray how, like, be very careful how I portrayed myself on social media. Um, over the last year, I have been managing five different Instagram accounts and four different Facebook accounts. I help with a lot of different business stuff and personal and church stuff that I just always have multiple Instagram accounts running. 
And if you knew me before I started this page or followed me closely on one of my on my main personal page, I probably posted maybe three or four times a year on my on my line and then probably four times throughout the year on my stories. It was just not very often. I wasn't a huge person. It wasn't like anything against wanting to post. It wasn't because of this. I just didn't know how to post on social media. I just didn't know what I wanted to come out. Um, And then I also was very careful when I was in volunteering in this position, how I talked to other women and these girls about other women and their peers. Um, And then I really focused on how I talked about food and my body and also most importantly, how I viewed myself. And because that that will directly influence how these girls perceive my example, right? So if I'm being talking poorly about myself and I'm showing these girls who are very malleable at 14 years old, how they should talk about themselves, especially as a woman and how they should talk about their friends and what relationships should look like when they become a woman. So anyways, you get the picture when we are a direct influence. Most of us probably believe we need to be careful and what our message should be and what's being heard from us, right? When we're when we ha- are in that position. And over the last 4 years, I've really developed a more conservative side, right? I've been much more conservative in my posting on social medias and what I posted on social medias, how I colored my hair, how I dressed. Everything was much more in it. and over time it just became more and more conservative. Um because I wanted to make sure that this was one of the areas that I actually had control of. So I wanted to be, make sure I was portraying exactly what I wanted people to see me as. And I want you to actually hear what I just said. I wanted people, I wanted to portray and have control of exactly how people perceived me. Now, about three months ago, I started to feel or recognize that I was feeling that I was feeling less like myself. Um, I've been out here screaming, be authentically you, right? Over and over and over again. And so I was really confused. I'm like, I am living an authentic life of me. I don't understand why I would feel like I'm not. And then I realized (laughs) I just wasn't actually being the fully authentic Taylor. I mean, I want to define me for a minute and take a second, pause this podcast or this like episode really quick after I go through these next few bullet points. And I want you to define you. Who are you? I am sassy. I'm blunt. I'm loving. I'm a red personality. I'm compassionate. I'm a researching junkie. I mean, as a whole, <laughs> I live for shock value. I mean, when I was, so when I was in high school, okay, this off story here, top topic. I love it. I had long, long brown hair and I came home one day with a faux hawk cut and purple hair just to shock my dad. I was just so excited to walk in that house and have him freak out. And I proudly walked into my parents' living room and my dad said nothing because he knew I wanted a reaction from him. And that was one thing he had control over. He was not going to give me a reaction. And my mom freaked for a sec. And then I think she ended up liking it. I should probably ask her now. But overall, as a whole, I love people and I genuinely love their stories. Uh, one of my God-given talents that or gifts that God's given me uh, is to connect with people and genuinely love them because of their stories. However, during my time of conservativeness over the last four years, I realized that fired had dwindled a bit back. And so... 
the last few months, I've been preaching to you guys to be authentically you. And I kind of lost a piece of authentically conforming to what I thought people needed me to be. So that's what I kind of became. I kind of started to conform to what people needed me to be, right? So (laughs) I texted my hairdresser an extreme picture of purple and blue hair. And I said, it's time. I need something different. And that goddess of a woman (laughs) scoured Pinterest for me. And when I came to my appointment, she knew exactly how to make me feel like me again. Now, I have a little bit of ruby red in my hair with deep brown roots, and I love it. Um, I realized I shouldn't have been hiding who I was this whole time to appease to a general crowd while I was serving in this youth or when I've been working with youth at my job. I wanted to be very careful. I represented myself. And I was like, why am I so afraid to be who I am? Because I'm wanting them to be who they are. And it's not like I've been in this mental dilemma. Okay. I just didn't know what I was missing. I just realized I kind of had missed or sidestepped a little bit, a little too far into what And so I kind of just lost a little bit of like my fire. Realized I shouldn't have been hiding who I was this whole time, right? And so I had and have always believed I wanted to be there for the one sheep. So in church or with my friends or just in general life, right? So we hear, you've all probably heard of the story of the 99 and God goes out to find the one, right? The one sheep. So I've always wanted to be the person that goes for the one sheep that lives my life for that one sheep. Um, growing up, I was that one sheep. I was the one just searching for God in my life and what that looked like for me. Um, I've never been a conformer. I've always been someone to make someone else question a prop, just a proper amount, not a lot, but just a proper amount if they are conforming a little too much. And of course that was always with love. I never have been someone to like bluntly post like very controversial things. Um, I've never been someone who wants to just fight because I knew it was going to cause a fight. Like I like to have heated arguments if I knew it's going to gain something. I love, I mean, that's my red, that's my fire, but I'm never, ever going to bring someone down during that. I want to lift people up. It's always been my thing. Um, and I wanted to be the leader when I was volunteering to the girls that the girls looked up to, and I wanted them to know that I loved them no matter where they were in their lives. Um, and that me loving them, no matter where they were in their lives, me loving you, no matter where you are in my, your life, that is something that I do have control over. Most of us are trying to cater so heavily to this 99% of us, right? Like they're doing, everyone's doing so well. We are conforming. We're coloring our hair the same. We dress the same. We do all these things the same, right? We're conforming to to what is kind of safe, right? Um, and I'm not talking about being controversial. I'm talking about living authentically, okay? Because they are a little bit different. Um, I... And there's nothing wrong with conforming because it feels safe for a little bit. I just never wanted to be that. And, and again, you're not wrong if you do. It's just a, it, because it's a very comfortable place to be. I just want to be there ready for any of those people who just needed someone who hold to hold their hand. I had a few women in my life that really did that for me. And I knew in that moment when they did that for me when I was 16, 17 years old that I needed to be that woman for someone else later on. And me reacting with love is something that I will always have control over. So jumping over to story two a little bit, okay? Um, I was talking to a woman who in just a few short months will be an empty nester. She's scared. 
angry about a few things, nervous, and probably really excited, right? And as we dug deep into how she was feeling and in turn reacting, we started to discuss her control or lack of control, right? Um, Control is kind of a funny word. We've been talking about it. We think as society, we have this massive expansive amount of it, right? We have control of our lives. (laughs) And I giggle because that's not true. Um, We do have, in reality, we do have control over just a very limited number of things. For example, do you have control of every thought that comes into your head? Absolutely not. (laughs) Do you have control of how someone else treats you? No. Do you control what bad things happen in your life? Most of the time we don't. Do we control if we forgive someone? Absolutely. Do we control what we post on social media? If we don't, then I don't know who does. Do you control if you yell or belittle another person? Absolutely. Do you control how you make someone else feel? No. That was a trick question. You never have control of how you make someone else feel because people have control of their own feelings, but you do have control of what you say, right? Do you have control, and we kind of just said this, of how you respond? Short of having a brain tumor, the answer is always, you always have control of how you respond. Um, how we respond, act, and change in some ways, we have com- complete control. Um, so many people, and, and really women, really struggle with this. We are flailing our arms. And imagine this imagery of this flailing, like maybe we're swimming and we're flailing and we can't swim. Grasping at any control we have in our lives. Um, I feel like the people who are grasping and flailing the most are the ones who start to get angrier, right? And we start to like get scared, unsure of where we are. But flailing however, can turn into other things. Flailing turns into eating disorders. Flailing turns into cutting. Flailing turns into depression and anxiety, OCDs. The list goes on. When we don't have control, we take control back by doing harmful things to our body. These disorders stem from a lot of our lack of control, right? So today, I'm going to ask you, like I asked this woman, where do you have control? If you're struggling with something, what in that scenario do you have control over? And where do you need to let go of your control? When you can let go of an imagery of areas that you actually don't have control. And this takes time and maybe a really close friend. Or maybe better yet, maybe not a close friend, maybe a therapist or someone else in your life that will tell you the truth, you will become freer than you have ever felt in your entire life. Ladies, I love you so much. The power is within you to to just explode with fire. If anything I said today resonated with you, please like, share, subscribe, share it on social media. Share, have a conversation with a friend, a partner, reevaluate, do some self-evaluation. Like I talked about back in episode four, it's always good for some self-evaluation. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Love always.